Today's guest is Jen Wright. Jen is a storyteller, a life cheerleader, and a millennial motivator. She's also a wife, a mum of eight children, and a survivor of real adversity. Together with her husband, they have devoted the past two decades to supporting the next generation through youth work that has taken them all across Australia. She says that her most beloved treasures in her life are her faith, her family, and of course, her personal story. The reason why I'm bringing Jen on today and sharing her wisdom with you is that recently I had my own personal experience with Jen's legit identity framework. And for me, it truly was a life-changing process that was almost self-healing in nature and really allowed me to explore and expand some teenage experiences that had really shaped the way I saw my life through my early adult years. In today's conversation, we're going to dive into the power of storytelling and how doing this work can benefit your life on so many levels. Here are just a few of the things that we talk about. We discuss how story can be incorporated into your personal brand, which is super important if you are in business or if you're looking to get into speaking in your workplace or in your corporate environment. Secondly, you'll learn how story allows us to really explore this beautiful quality of empathy uh, from the first person because it's your story that you're diving into. And I know that empathy is an incredible quality of great leaders. It also allows us to be really effective team members in our workplace and is a really important thing to understand if you're building a service or a product-based business or you just want to feel like you can relate on a deeper level to your clients or your customers. And finally, we touch on storytelling as a catalyst for bringing women together in community. We know that the world is changing at a rapid pace and there's this incredible dichotomy going on of, on one hand, we are more connected than ever, but then we're also feeling quite disconnected. So what story allows us to do if being told in a really safe environment where these stories can be accepted, we can actually foster a stronger sense of self-worth and really support and deepen our relationships with our friends and our family. Okay, let's jump in then to all things storytelling with the beautiful Jen Wright. This is the True To You podcast, your very own work bestie. Each week we come together for honest conversations about reinventing yourself and your career, all while navigating a path towards meaningful work. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. All righty. So welcome, Jen. Lovely to be speaking to you today. You're such a beautiful soul and um, a real light in my life. So thank you oh, for joining thank me. You. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. So welcome. It's nice to be here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for everyone that doesn't have the pleasure of knowing you yet, what I would love for you to share is 
a little bit about your journey and um, which is very colorful and interesting, <laughs> but perhaps how it relates to what we're about to talk about today in terms of the work you're doing now and how the next year is unfolding for you with this work. So yeah, I would love you to share with us a little bit about this journey and how it brought you to what your business is today. Okay. Well, thanks, Ruby. It's so lovely to be here. And I feel exactly the same way about you, you know, and, you know, it's just funny, you meet people and you kind of, you know, just be like, you know, you might not ever see them again, because, you know, we met at a meetup and then, you know, months passed and then we just kind of reconnected. So it's so beautiful that we've been in touch, especially over the last few months. And so uh, everyone, I'm Jen. Um, I like to call myself a motivational storyteller. And yeah, that's kind of what I do. So my background is I've been a stay-at-home mum, a full-time stay-at-home mum for the last 16 years. I have seven children and uh, we've done a lot of youth work with um, and lived in, uh, worked with youth at risk and children at risk and learning and behavioral difficulties and a lot of tra trauma, drug and alcohol and mental health. That's kind of our family's background. So we've done a lot of traveling and of homeschooling as well because of the uh, lifestyle that we had at the time. So all fun and games <laughs> and um, yeah, so we've done that and uh, probably about five years ago was probably the biggest, most life-changing um, experience I had. So we kind of had a house fire and then my father passed away. We've had our, our third child passed away a, a few years back. She died. She was our number three. And uh, then we had a flood and we had a landslide and we've had a whole heap of things happening in our family and in our home and, you know, sickness and unwellness and dealing with a lot of um, grief and trauma and mental illness that comes from all of that, as you can imagine. And then for me personally, obviously being in that and, you know, you deal with all of these things and then your physical health is taken away from you. So I had a car accident five years ago and or six years ago now. And I, which literally stopped me in my tracks, you know, um, broke my back, my lower back. And yeah, pretty much had everything taken away from me in an instant. Like my life was still here. I was still alive. Thank God. But on every other front, yeah you know just nothing you know I just had to lie there because I opted not to have surgery I opted not to have um the operation done I was pregnant at the time I found out I was pregnant when I got to the hospital after the car accident and opted that I'd you know I believed in I believe in the power of your body being able to heal itself so I went through physical therapy and obviously a whole heap of other stuff which meant it would take so 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 much longer um, but that's just kind of the way we went and that obviously turned our family upside down, turned me upside down, inside out. And a part of the rehabilitation program, I was encouraged to do something differently from pre-accident, you know, from what I was doing pre-accident. And I was just like, what do you mean? I've got to do something different. And this is probably 
the biggest thing that I had to go through was change, you know, like I was happy being a stay-at-home mom. I was happy just doing homeschooling and supporting my husband in the work that he was doing with youth and, and children. You know, I, f- I found myself being more a support worker and I was happy with that. You know, I didn't want to change that because everything in that world was really perfection and I really thrived on that. I thrived on how my home was kept, on how my children looked. So I didn't really want to change any of that. And then all of a sudden they were like, you know, it would really help your healing if you did something different. And so I thought, I don't have anything different to do, you know, like pretty much I came out of high school, got married, you know, had children. So I didn't feel that I had anything in terms of qualifications or um, skills of any sort. And anyway, I realized after all of that, I actually have my story, you know, and so I thought, okay, let's go with that. And uh, story was a big, huge, huge part of my um, healing. And so that's kind of brought me to where I am today is, first of all, my faith, that was number one, but through my faith, um, you know, they I used story for me to heal. So that kind of brought me to where I am today, in a nutshell. You know, despite going through so much, I think what makes you an incredible person is that you have, this is, you let the light in yourself, you know, and I think that's um, your, your business and your new brand is testament to how you live your life totally. So, um, yeah, and even if the light is being, being light, you know, and um, having a smile once in a while and such an incredible story it 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 literally you were stopped in your tracks as you tell it I I'm stopped in my tracks um so yeah thank you for honestly sharing what what you've been through in the last um last few years it's it's really quite mind-blowing uh so your work with let light in which is your brand new your eighth baby ninth baby (laughs) 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 is working specifically with millennial women and you and i would both say we're on the cusp of that group yeah um (laughs) not giving away our age or anything And so I guess you also identify probably through some of the work that you've done in the past with this group of women and some of the things that they face, you know, in the, in this age bracket, Um, but particularly women of today, which is a very different story from, you know, when you and I were coming to our early twenties, it's, it's changing rapidly and um, the uptake of technology and social media is completely changing how we express ourselves. And so um, taking your own uh, belief in your story and being able to help other women share their story I'd love to know why you feel like this is really important work for this group of women to do and to engage in and uh, to be sharing openly. Mm, yeah, great question. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I love the young millennial woman and 
firstly, I think it's because, you know, we all crave this fountain of youth. So they help to keep me young. <laughs> That's just a secret. Oh, I really. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think what I love about them so much is not that they're forgotten. You know, I think it's maybe that's the wrong word, but it's almost for me when I went through my 20s um, and, you know, you probably may resonate the same way. Obviously, it was a different culture, was a little bit more around community. But for me in my 20s and especially what I've been through, there was still so much lacking, you know, in terms of um, in terms of not just community, but connection. And I felt very quite lonely in how, you know, how you really present yourself to, to the world, firstly, but also just owning who you are, you know. And I think that really is across all generations, really, in terms of, um, you know, not being able to be who you are and buried under expectations and judgments and standards. But I think for this particular age group, they tend to wear it a lot more. Um, because they're an adult now, you know, by the time they get to 20, it's kind of, they don't have the special programs or special support because you're an adult now, you know, you, you should know all the stuff or, or you can do all these things on your own, but we're still going through it, you know, they're still going through it. And if anything, even more so because of that pressure of your 20 something and, and you should be a grown up, you know, you should be able to have everything together. But you don't, you know, you're still dealing with what didn't transpire or, or lack of finding your identity in your teens, you know, everyone kind of has these different life, you know, lifespans of by this age, you should be this, you know, or by this age, you know, by an adolescence, you should know who you are, you know, but it doesn't always work out that way. And so we kind of think by this age, they kind of got it all together. Don't worry about them but there's still so much internal uh, discovery and development that needs to happen uh, that we, we don't worry about them, you know, too much. And, and they're also, they're the dreamers, you know, they're the ones that really want to live from their hearts, but always feel that they can't, you know, because of whatever standard or expectations is coming from everywhere else, except for what's really in their heart. So I kind of, um, I'm a little bit rebellious myself, so I like to kind of tap into that, you know, tap into that, into that soul a little bit and bring out that restless soul of why they haven't quite found where they're at or who they're supposed to be because they've buried it really, really quite deep into, um, you know, just really deep parts of themselves. And so for me, empowering and encouraging and drawing out um, and just really putting spotlight there in those dark places because they just think there's no way I'm going to be able, you know, there's no way I'm going to ever be able to live out what's deep in there. So um, whether that's a truth, whether that's a just part of their design and who they are, you know, whatever that is, or just maybe a thought that, or an idea, whatever it is, I love to that's why I'm so passionate about bringing that out of this story. Um, yeah. There's so much, so much <laughs> <know>. in that, <laughs> which is, 
yeah, incredible. But uh, and I think these years of of you being a mum and being also in these communities that you've been exposed to and probably seeing almost the extreme end of adversity sometimes. Um, You know, you've really honed that that empathetic part of yourself and and now raising, you're raising teenage boys at the moment, but, um, you know, and you've got a a young woman on the way up as well, but (laughs) uh, you probably, I'm sure you even see it with uh young boys too and um it was very interesting what you were saying about uh lacking community uh especially for women when we're thrust into these types of schooling systems and then into perhaps a corporate environment uh doesn't leave a lot of room for the type of community that we actually thrive on um and those safe spaces where we can share these stories and like you say share from the heart and actually feel like that's completely okay to have these desires and and have these dreams and you know i know for me personally when we don't uh, like you say, shine a light on some of those dark spots, they begin to come out in other pe- parts of our life as well, which I'm sure Absolutely. you know, yeah. as we navigate relationships, potentially yeah. marriage, the choice to have children, all of these things, and yeah. <laughs> careers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think what you're doing is, is really important work and perhaps if I could rewind time uh, a little bit and uh, have the opportunity to do that myself you know some of this work around uh, your story I know that uh, you know uh, may have may have just helped um, some parts of my life as well so yeah uh, Yeah. absolutely and I think that that again that's another part of it is you know obviously life experience will always teach you that's your best teacher you know but it's for me it's more about why do you always have to go through things the most difficult way Mm -hmm. like it would have just been nice in those years for me personally just to have a bit of a cushion you know just to be like if you do fall, fall down you know you can actually get back up you know but not fall down and just keep rolling you know um just you know just keep rolling and you're just rolling downhill and just to know or just to have that support or connection within yourself um and not have those barriers that are just constantly put up around your heart where you just feel like you just can't get through and so that for me that support that um, mentoring, just knowing that someone believes in you and is there to cheer you on. I would love to have that in my, you know, in, in, in those times. So, because life is hard, you know, life is really messy and it would have just been, yeah, just nice to be confident and just have that support around you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And you mentioned something really interesting, which we did touch on before around, the the suppression of our dreams uh which the suppression of our creativity sometimes because of the paths that we choose uh or the 
environments that we find ourselves in. And I 100% uh, agree that that is something that I too hear in the work that I do with women and often why mm. uh, they, they meet this crossroads, particularly for me, it, it happens to show up in career is that they're their creativity is is not being nurtured alongside these um you know their driven their drive and their goals and so what i would and and with that when i guess as a byproduct when your creativity and when your self-expression is left um untapped or perhaps you feel yourself being one person at work and then another person at home on the weekends and not feeling like you can actually bring that yeah. into your work why is it that you that i see that and what i do uh, i have experienced it myself too and that was part of mm. my transition in my own career uh, mm. what led me partly to do to make the big change but why do you also see that do you think amongst these women uh, of this millennial age group mm. uh, finding themselves at the same yeah position yeah <laughs> I, yeah yeah for sure that's a really great question and something I've been thinking about because it's almost it's almost like it's quite ironic in the answer that I'm going to give okay. <laughs> because it's almost like it's, it's because there's too many choices, you know, like we have boundless opportunities and possibilities that we become so stuck in which way to go. So we mm. don't go at all mm. or, you know, the other way is, is that, there, there are then some of us that feel that we have to only choose one or two or three or four things. And what I mean by that is, for me personally, when I was stepping out into um, this whole new world, and and that's why I love having you as well because you guide me in this new space and business and stuff as well. But um, where I felt like this is me, mum here. This is me, wife here. And then this is business me here. And I didn't know how to integrate that or I felt like I could only be one or the other. So am I making sense? Like I don't, yes. so I feel that, you know what I mean? Like it's almost like the, the answer's kind of um, ironic. And is there too much opportunity and we become too stuck in the many choices and possibilities that we just don't step out at all. So, you know, we just, just stay where we're at because it's mm. safer it's easier it's comfortable or is it that you know we feel that we can't have it all and we can only choose one or the other and then that also keeps us stuck and we don't do anything at all and we just stay where we're at yeah so yeah I don't really know really specifically what the answer is there, but for me, um, and how I've kind of tried to navigate my way through all of that is to follow the desire of your heart. Mm -hmm. And what that means is I always say, yeah, what, yeah. Um, I'm, and I'm still tapping into this whole following desire thing, because I think your heart's desire really knows what it is that you are to do and be. 
for a long time for me, that was actually quite a distorted belief and principle where you don't ever follow desire or emotions mm. or anything like that because that's sinful and that's, you know, that will take you down the wrong road because your mm. heart is, you know, and so for years I was just stuck in my head then and everything was about knowledge, knowledge, theory, theory, but nothing really you know, practical, nothing. I, I didn't feel anything. So, you know, that was that robotic, you know, um, living above water, you know, kind of mode where everything is just automatic, you know, and so I didn't really feel into things really. Or, you know, people ask me about how my children were growing up and I was like, I don't know, because I was just on automatic mode. And I think that was the struggle I had between my head and my heart. But now that I'm choosing to try and tap into more of my desire, I'm finding that it's actually really taking me down the right direction of this is who I am. This is where I'm meant to be. Like it's always known and you just follow that. And that's what takes you into courage. And that's what breaks down those barriers of unhealthy fear that's keeping you stuck and feeling like, there's too many choices or you don't have enough choices you know all those things are really you know it's almost like energy it's just energy you know we just make too big a deal out of these you know um wars that we make it a thing but it's not really that you know desire actually navigates past that but again that's another thing I'm just still learning about but finding that the more I've tapped into that the more I've stepped into my story the more I'm really owning that part of my heart that is really like, yeah, this is what you're called to do. Like everyone, you know, we were just talking before, you got to do videos in your business because if you don't, you know, then you won't get seen. But that's, that goes totally against the desire in my heart of, no, it's not. I don't have to do that because <laughs> this is my, you know, this is the part of my heart where um, motivates me. You know, everyone says, procrastination you procrastinate whatever but motivation comes from what brings you joy what is it that your heart wants what is that desire so again I don't know if that answers the question but hopefully there's some gems in there that can be can be picked up along a hundred percent and a word that comes to mind that I think a lot of women struggle with in in terms of your uh reconciling what what desire means to you uh given your um your beliefs and mm. you know what you had been told about that word um but a word that comes to mind is is that self permission that permission mm -hmm. slip to mm -hmm. say yeah uh, i'm gonna show up as me and me is uh coming from this heart driven place and mm. this might not be in line with the <laughs> rules and the, <laughs> the constraints of, um, most times it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But, uh, I know that when I show up from that place, it feels so much better because, uh, it, and, it, and oftentimes it can be messy. You don't often express yourself, like I say, in those ways yeah. that we're expected to, but um, the sense of 
fulfillment and enjoyment and sometimes in the messiness it can be way more fun <laughs> can't it than sure. playing Absolutely. by the rules yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool so what this leads me to next is uh something that you've created that I actually jumped on and have had a little bit of a look at this morning. This is your uh, beautiful, legit identity program because I think so much of what we've been talking about on this um, call is around identity and reconciling identity. And I had a beautiful conversation with a woman recently and this was all of what we spoke about uh, and how does she operate in both worlds? Does she do one or the other? Um, yeah. How does her past inform what she does now? All of these yeah. sorts of things. And um, she is a millennial woman too. So oh, I would really love for you to share with me why you created this program, what it's about what the the aim of it is and I guess how people can get involved as well mm. so let light in obviously came that was born out of my personal experience and you know helped me I was actually quite surprised at how story helped me to heal you know like we go through so many things and we think how can story help you to heal but for me it did and I wanted to share that with the world you know I wanted to share it with the world and so I created this program purely again out of my own journey and my own experience and um, yeah part of the healing journey I went through so even though a lot of things that happened to me were external physical things like you know having a house fire and um, the car accident and and everything else I didn't really I didn't really take the time to really listen in what was happening on the inside and in the internal struggle. I knew that I was suffering from really bad depression, obviously, you know, from everything that had happened. And I never dealt with my grief. I never dealt with um, a whole heap of stuff. So obviously that really spiraled me downhill and I knew I had to in that moment that control was taken away from me it was almost like I had no choice but to confront it and so legit identity was born out of that because I realized through it all I actually didn't even know who I was anymore um sorry yeah so yeah I, I and I just didn't really know you know I just thought about who I used to be who I wanted to be who I was at that time and um yes sorry Ruby <laughs> I just didn't um yeah I just didn't really know who I was amidst all the experiences or everything that had happened to me so yeah so I just thought okay um you know how do I work through this how do I get through this because you can get to a really dark place and you don't think you're going to come back. Yeah, so it was just really my journey and coming back from 
you know, some really dark places. And um, yeah, really owning it, really acknowledging a lot of the program is to do with personal responsibility. You know, not that's not, no, there's no blame game there. It's just really about what it is, you know, and how these experiences have really shaped me. Does that mean that's who I have to be because this happened to me? Um, absolutely not. So it's just really about whatever it is that you've been through, know that that doesn't, even though that changes you, it doesn't mean that's who you are. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to stay that way. Um, it totally means you can, um, yeah, transform your life despite everything that you've been through. So, yeah, legit identity is really about bringing those experiences to light, you know, shining light in those dark places, really seeing those experiences for what they really are, and then turning it on the inside and how do you respond to it? What is your choices? What are your choices or what choices did you make? And just how do you work through that? And just really seeing, you know, I can totally get this. I can totally overcome. I can totally get through. It's okay, you know. It's, it is what it is. And what is my choice and how am I going to move forward through that? And so, yeah, it, it is. It's just, it is a journey. It's just about marrying and making sense of the external and the internal transforming all of that darkness and making it just something just so beautiful you know and and sharing that in that story with the world so yeah that was a bit emotional <laughs> but that's really what it is legit identity and hopefully when you come through you will be and have that legitness or that I just call it legit because I just love the word but just that real authentic you've got nothing else left in you you know this is me this is it you know and then just being able to really come through yeah and overcome so and that's my hope for those that take this journey and you know everyone thinks that's it you know you got your story now and that's the end of it but it's actually just the beginning <laughs> it's just the beginning of all of it and um I'm just so so joyful because I just am so happy to share it with whoever wants to be a part of it so mm. yeah thanks yeah. Ruby no thank you thank you and yeah. uh thank you so uh courageously for you know for being so courageous and sharing your story in terms of how that has informed this uh beautiful space that women can create for themselves and to know that uh no thing that has happened to you it does not matter whether it is big or small um but you have every right to also uh, bring light to that because yeah. our minds are crazy tricksters and they like yeah. to <laughs> make meaning on things so whatever that that meaning is or whatever that experience for you was that has uh, landed you where you are today uh, knowing that it it does not matter what that is what this work is about is 
is you feeling safe and uh, having the courage and the bravery to be able to share. And mm. an extension of that that I know is something we've spoken about because it's really important to us. We like to be able to take our work offline, uh, have real conversations in real life, uh, provide opportunities. Both of us uh, play in um, the workshop space where we are able to bring groups of women together to do this sort of transformational work. And I would love to know what allows women in these settings whether it be and and part of this is is the responsibility of the person leading it but what allows women in these spaces whether it be a workshop whether it be a conference whether it be a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a coach or a mentor or simply a, a really good friend what allows us to connect in a way that feels a little more effortless and a little more authentic, which doesn't necessarily have to be sharing these stories, but simply the art of connecting, which I think is something that I hear women really craving a lot. It is something that I'm going to be touching on this month in a masterclass series that I'm running uh, because for them, they see it as pivotal to growing parts yeah. of their life, whether it be their personal relationships or uh, in the work that I do, especially in their mm. career. You know, we have we have networking in the corporate world, and for a lot of women, that just doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. if you could share with us what has allowed you to create those spaces where women can share effortlessly and authentically. And, and if, if someone is wanting to do more of that and bring more of that into their life, what's some advice that you yeah. could give them? Yeah. Yeah. I would 100% say it is vulnerability. And I used to see this word as a really weak word <laughs> you know if you be vulnerable it means that you are weak obviously I was born up in a very um, culturally uh, male dominant you know kind of space and uh, vulnerability was not anything I um, knew ever and I know it's kind of a buzzword as well at the moment that everyone's kind of you know, throwing around, but in the story journey and, and when we, when I take um, young women into that workshop space and when I talk about story, I talk about the key component in story is vulnerability, is your vulnerability because vulnerability is the journey and it's, it's easy for us as women to just show up and just talk about all the credibility that we have you know, all the breakthrough, we just come up, we go, you know, this is what I've done and this is who I am and this is, you know, and I've done this and I've done this and that's all good and, you know, and that comes, that, that's it, that is, that does come and as part of the story journey but we want to know how did you get there, you know, what, what's, what's the journey, I want you to take me on the journey and the journey is the vulnerability, like, just what I did just before, you know, and, and sharing a little bit of my story. Like we want to 
connection in your story comes through vulnerability, you know, because they see themselves through your story. They see themselves. And, and that's what is so powerful about story is that they connect with you because you're talking, you know, you're, they're seeing what you see. They're feeling what you feel. You know, they, they're hearing what you, you've heard because they can say, oh, I so identify with that. You know, like my life is messy too. And if you don't share those vulnerable moments, you're, you don't connect with nobody, you know, just wars come up because you're just dropping credibility. But once you get through that journey and through that vulnerability, that's when the breakthrough and the credibility comes, you know, and that's when you share all of that because everyone's been on the journey with you, you know, and, and so that's what I would say it's, it is, it's the vulnerability, it's taking others or your listeners or who's ever in the room with you and dropping into those deep moments with them you know you you know I'm crying at the moment and I think Ruby you might have shed a tear because you know because that's the vulnerability you share that you feel that because you remember your own you know your own journey and the pain that you've been through and the struggles you've been through to get to where you are today so I'll say that I'd say it would be it would be that and yeah <laughs> <laughs> that that is uh such good advice and i uh recently listened to something where she was sharing uh how people can can do the same and sometimes it comes down to being the person that can ask those questions that mm -hmm. you know are thought provoking for people as well. So it's about you sharing your story, but then how can you evoke that in others as well? Mm. Mm. And, and that's it. And I think we forget that we think, and this is my absolute truth bomb. You heard it here first, <laughs> but you know, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anyone else say it. And it only dawned on me um, after I, cause I share my story a lot and I still cry through it a lot. <laughs> But afterwards, when people were coming up to me, what they were saying, and I started to take notice of, and then I realized the true power and meaning of story. Your story has nothing to do with you. Mm. Nothing. Even mm. though it's your story. Your story, and what makes a really good storyteller, is that through you, someone else sees their own story. And I was like, what? you know what do you mean like I was here sharing my story but you know everyone afterwards would just come up and no, nobody would say anything about my story they'd just come up and start sharing their own oh you know and and everyone started doing that and I thought why is that and then whenever someone told me something about my story that they heard I thought oh you weren't really listening were you you know because and I'd be really disappointed when someone comes up to me and says something about my story I just love it because then I know there was connection in the room. I know that we achieved. That's my purpose. You know, that's my goal is that when I share my story, I understand it's not about me. It's actually about the listener who will then see their own story through yours. And that is the true power of story. Yeah. I, I, and it just naturally evokes. Like there's no special strategy. There's no special, you know, um, hypnosis technique that I'm going to teach you it is it just does that naturally you know um yeah sorry to cut in, cut in. <laughs> so truth bomb let light in 101 <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, all righty. So I feel like I've been on a journey with you in the last uh, 30 to 40 minutes that we've been chatting. I have one last question that I would really love to ask you because uh, it's so beautiful that as you're sharing your story, your business is unfolding at the same time. I, I always uh, believe that that's one propels the other uh, and the more honest we get, the more our business grows as well, that you, which is what you are seeing and, and that is incredible. I would love to know, since you have launched Let Light In or relaunched it this year, because it, it did exist in a slightly different yeah. form previously, but really honed in this year on who it is you want to serve and what is the work that you're here to do with this platform. Share with us what your biggest challenge has been and yeah. what your biggest win has also been this this far yeah um biggest challenge for me has been uh, the tech <laughs> learning all the tech skills and business basics that has been really quite challenging for me on the business front uh but also personally just navigating this you know who i am in the business world as well and um who I am on the home front as well. Like, again, I think we spoke about that previously about, am I this person? Am I this person? How can I just embody all of it? And that's just who I am. So that has been really challenging for me. And I think the biggest one has been creating uh, all the, you know, all this goodness for everyone. Like it's just brought me so much joy to be creating some resources and just sharing um, all the experiences and, and knowledge that I have has been amazing. It's been a, an amazing learning journey. And I just find that as a big one, just being able to do a social media post. So yeah, that's been, that's been the biggest one for me. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, where can people find you if they want to follow you after this interview and follow your story follow the stories of others that get involved with the legit identity program. Yeah. Tell us where you're best found. Yeah. So you can find me on my website, which is www.letlightinu.com. And you can find me, especially I live on Instagram these days. <laughs> so I'm on Instagram at letlightin.u. Y-O-U. So that's where you'll find me most these days. I kind of hang out there. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Jen, so much. It's been such an incredible pleasure to listen to your story. Uh, some of it I've heard before, but really uh, every time you do share, you get to touch more lives. And I'm sure that there'll be some women listening to this, whether they be millennial women or not that will identify with you and what you've been through, but also, like you said before, uh, see themselves and uh, see the part that their stories play in their life and actually how beautiful those stories are and they're not to be mm. something hidden away in a closet. So thank you so much for everything you do and thank you for your friendship as well in life and business. <laughs> yeah. 
thank you so much for having me here and thank you for the opportunity to share my story as well. So thanks, Ruby. Thank you.